Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipa Mantula, good morning. Steve Over, Freshy Muni and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. A lot of concern about Senegal. Um, they postponed the presidential elections. Now that bill's gone through Parliament. How was that process? Stephen, that process was very chaotic as opposition lawmakers were forced were forcefully removed from the chambers by security. We know it it has happened in this country before, Stephen, but yesterday what happened in the parliament in Dakar was that the opposition was uh, trying to block the voting process for this uh, bill that was extending Makisali's uh, term to which was due to end on the 2nd of April until the next election. Now they've put the date of December 15th as the date of the next election. This has caused chaos, Stephen, as you know, that since Saturday after this uh, uh, mooting of the delay of the elections was done by the president, now you have two opposition parties who have filed a court petition challenging this election uh, uh, delay by the parliament. So we'll wait and see, Stephen, and this is worrying because you know West Africa has been facing growing coups and threats to democracy. Now with this one coming, I think ECOWAS and the AU will have a serious challenge of how to deal with the delayed elections as well as the extended term for Makisali, which was due to end in April. And then in Egypt, there, and of course we, the, the U.S., uh, uh, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, is there. The Egyptian president met with Blinken yesterday, and this obviously is around Gaza and what's happening on Rafa, their border. Stephen, what's happening in Rafa is that uh, Egypt was just sharing an early warning saying that there might be a serious uh, confrontation in the Rafa town. Remember, the Rafa town borders Egypt, and that's where you have more than 2.3 million people of Gaza who have sought refuge there. Now, the meeting with Blinken is also what they call a diplomatic engagement on the ceasefire between Israel and Hamas and the release of hostages. But now, this meeting, as you know, Stephen, is also preceding the ICC and the UN Security Council how to deal with this immediate humanitarian ceasefire because this is a key word that has been coming from Algeria and from most of the Africa bloc. Now, Egypt, I think, it has to follow the cue of the Africa bloc on the immediate ceasefire because if the Israeli defense ministers are already pushing an offensive move towards the border, Stephen, that will also mean that the ICJ ruling was meaningless. And then in Ethiopia, the Prime Minister, Abe Ahmed, says he's got no intention of going to war with Somalia. Is this all about that very complicated deal? That's quite true, and that deal has not been made public. Uh, that was on the 1st of January between uh, Ethiopia and Somaliland. He was addressing Parliament yesterday, saying that uh, they have no intention to go to war, but he's always pushing peace by all means necessary. There's a Latin proverb, uh, Stephen, that says, passive service parabellum. If you are talking of peace, prepare for war. If you are talking of war, prepare for peace. Very important that Abi Ahmed here was raising that they've been in many wars, and they've been having their peacekeepers in Somalia. So they don't want to see any war anymore. They want to see peace with their neighbors. He also raised the issue of the uh, the uh, uh, the great renaissance them that they are also trying to engage with their uh, neighbors, Egypt as well as Sudan, on the question of the great renaissance them. So he's talking Parliament yesterday was also about what you call peace diplomacy. And then what happened in Zimbabwe yesterday and their election, their uh, parliamentary situation? 
Stephen, there was a by-election in the Mashona Land East province that actually gave the ZANU-PF what others are calling it's a super majority in parliament. Remember the parliament has 280 members. Now ZANU-PF, it holds now 190 seats in the National Assembly. Remember that the move of Chamisa from Triple C also has been one of the weak points that has given opposition uh, to, be, to be weak in the sense that now ZANU-PF can now, if they want to change the constitution, Stephen, they have the right since they have 190 seats in the National Assembly. And then in our archives, the 7th of February, 1986. Stephen, February is known also as a Black History Month in the global calendar, but I thought, let me look at Senegal. A Senegalese historian and anthropologist, a, a Pan-Africanist, a scholar of note, uh, 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 Dr. Cheikh Anti Diop, who passed on on this day on the 7th of February 1986. It's almost 88 years since the passing of Cheikh Anti Diop. If you go to Senegal, the University of Dakar was renamed after his name. And if you think of African Renaissance as a philosophy, this was the man who was behind it, uh, Cheikh Anti Diop. Asante Sana SG is leading the conversation on the if of the state of the nation tomorrow. Russ Advocate Sipa Mantulip, thank you so much. Back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day here on SFM.